What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 174 of Literate Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? We got matching haircuts. That's what's up. Dude, it is so freaking hot. It has been yeah. absurd this week. <laughs> um, Saturday was like the nicest it's been, and it was like 85. Um, um, it was great having that be my you know first weekend off and everything. Went and played mm-hmm. golf and everything. It was great. It was beautiful. And then... Uh, and then there was today where it felt like it was a billion. It wasn't that bad. It was much worse on, like, uh, Friday and Thursday. It was... As, today, the problem was it was just so humid because we had all that rain come through last night. You'd think that the rain would kill the humidity because all the water's out of the air. No, no, it's still no. there. Yeah. Um... Thursday yeah, last, we last hit. Week was what was it? Was it like 110, 115 heat index? Yeah, after it was all said like and done, and then uh, Friday was pretty similar, and it was just so hot and miserable the entire time. And I didn't have air conditioning at work. Uh, to be fair, most of the back rooms I'm in also don't have air conditioning. So oh, so uh, fun story here because compared to like air conditioning the compressor died yeah you normally do um Um, but (laughs) so they were up there cleaning out the coil for the walk-in cooler and what we think happened was the water burned out the compressor for the ac unit which is sitting right next to it they broke it so we had to go. They had our owner had to go buy a new compressor Friday afternoon. Um, after they determined that yes, the compressor is dead, so they went out to Sedalia, picked up a new one, put it in on Saturday. We have AC again, uh, but now that the really hot part of the week is over, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> true, that is very very true. That being said, still absurdly hot and. Yeah. Uh, we're I'm not. We're just barely into summer. summer. We're not even to the hot stuff yet. <laughs> Growing up, Dad's rule was we wouldn't turn the AC on until the Fourth of July. Ah, it yeah. never worked. It never, never worked. We uh, we would routinely wait. And, you know, as soon as he went to work, Mom would go on and flip it on, and then of course you know as we hear him pulling up and everything. We go and turn it off. And, you know, he'd walk in and go, "It's awful cool in here." <laughs> It's like, yep, I don't know. It's just really nice. I don't know what happened. We've had the fans running all day or something. (laughs) Sure. Um, My rule at home was always Memorial Day weekend was like, that's when you got to turn it on. But I also lived like farther south than most y'all. So it made sense. True. (laughs) True, true, true. So NAIC. Oh, yeah, that, that thing happened today. Yeah, that I mean, finished up finished up today since we're recording on Sunday. Yeah, you know, figured it would probably uh, work out best if we waited until the last regulation C tournament happened, um, because otherwise we're going to be a week behind, or we're just not going to cover it. And you know, it being an IC, felt it was probably a little important. important to coverage. It's um, also like the last uh, event before Worlds. <laughs> true. So, uh, uh, they did announce, um, other regionals. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me... So we have that, we'll talk, we'll talk about that too today. Yeah, we can, we can talk on it real quick, if I can find the tweet. 
There we go. Uh, so s this was from Victory Road. Uh, we have seven regionals picked out here. Or, well, six regionals and a special event. Take that however you will. Uh, starting in they, September. As, with how big they are, they might as well be uh, regional yeah, now. They're just yeah, not at this point, they might as well be. Um, so in September, we have Pittsburgh and Curibita. Curit Iba. Which is, uh, Spain? I believe so. Cool. No, it's Latin America. That's Latin America. That's like oh. Brazil. That's in, that's in Brazil. Yes, that's right. That's the Brazilian flag, not the Spanish flag. <laughs> Carter, there's one in Peoria, Illinois. That's I, actually close. <laughs> it is. It's not terrible. That's the worst part. That's the one where we could drive oh, up. Like, I'm the also night. looking at this. I'm looking at this incorrectly. I forget the top row of the picture was, you know, it, it was in order, but no. Uh, so September we have Pittsburgh, special event in Barcelona, and then the one in Brazil. Um, and then we have one every weekend of, of uh, October. October. So we have one in Peora, Illinois, uh, one in Sacramento, one in Lille, and one in Toronto. I'd obviously love to go to Peora. Um, problem is, is, uh, I can end up burnt all my personal days already. Uh, so... I will have a newborn, so I'm not going. <laughs> the worst part is, I, when I saw it, I almost, I almost messaged you, and I almost said, so, you want to go? No. <laughs> Knowing that neither of us are going to be able to. No, we're not going. Unfortunately, as close as that is, that'd be nice, but I'll have a, like, a, maybe a week old newborn by then, so. It could be a month too. Could not even be born yet. You know, I'll, God, I'll I will not Kayla be allowed to leave it. I'll hold, I will I'll not be to hold the baby for a week. <laughs> Just <laughs> that'll work, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was much fun as it would be to go for that. It'd probably be uh, like DLC time or pretty close to it. I would imagine so. So, um, so from my house, it's a five hour drive to Peoria. Yeah. It'd be like a, Man, you leave stupid really early, doable. you leave stupid early and then you get to leave after day one and then just go back to work. Like that is, that's, but what if I day two? Well, then tell your boss he quit. <laughs> Man, that is so doable. It is. It is quite doable. Um, like I said, I will not be attending, unfortunately. But I probably go, won't be either. But man, you might, you might be able to go. It'd be fun. <sighs> yeah. the The worst part is, is if I do that, I'm leaving. Like midway through round, like five to come home because this is still a five hour drive. No, they, they they would start at like eight o'clock our time, bud. Oh yeah, true. Like you would, you'd be able to. I mean, we'd be you'd be home day one, if you yeah. go all the way through round day one and just play and not even like if you don't make day two, but you go like six three or something, you'd still be home by like midnight. And then get up at four. That sounds smart. Nah, just stay up. <laughs> you just You're stay probably up not wrong at that point. Like, you just stay up and work at that point. Yeah, that doesn't sound completely awful. 
play a tournament, stay up, and then work all the next day. Gotta do what you gotta do for the Pokemon grind, bro. Oh, man, why did I have to go and get hurt? Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing that exists. But, so, yeah. Uh, you know, we have NAIC to actually talk about as well. Um, huge shout-outs to Alex Gomez. Um, if you're not Solo Dozo. Twitter, if you're not following him on Twitter, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> actually, am I? Am I? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Getting Before called out I here. make outlandish claims, I should go make sure that I am. <laughs> I'm 95% sure I am. You want to talk about this team while I, while I look him up? You say, I am following. I have it, like, right here. I'm looking at it. I know I follow uh, Pokey Alex. Uh, so, this team is pretty much a take on, like, the D-Night okay, Gen cool. Pao teams. <laughs> um, but instead of Dragonite, we're playing things like Dragapult and Iron Hands. Um, but this also has Solo Dozo, one of my favorite things to be doing, just, like, in general. Everybody always just like, oh, Tatsugiri, Dondozo, you're going to play that combo. Dondozo by itself is actually really good. <laughs> it's still a good mod. So here's here's a fun fact for you. Um, Smogon released their usage data for OU this past week, mm -hmm. and uh, Dragapult is the second most played Pokemon in singles currently. I mean, isn't it the fastest Pokemon in the game right now for OU? Uh, let's see. Bundles banned, Fluttermane's banned, Eliki's banned. Anything faster? Well, Dragapult will outspeed Bundle and Flutter anyway. Reggie Eliki is the only thing that outspeeds Dragapult to begin with. Well, I'm saying, you know, they, they get booster and all that too, so. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're banned. But you could also um, just play Scarf. True. <laughs> that is very, very true. Um, but, you know, I actually really like this choice band set. I think Dragapult so had been slept on the entire time, and it just needed a good push. Mm-hmm. Um. Terra Blast on your Terra Ghost is really interesting, when you also have Phantom Force. Sometimes you just need the, the turn one, just get them. I mean... True, but is there just, like, a better type that we would want coverage for? The one that comes to mind is, like, Steel. But what fairies are you hitting that aren't named Fluttermane in this about, I was about to say, there's no fairies besides Fluttermane. <laughs> so then... Uh, and I'm pretty sure you still blow up most Fluttermane. True, 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 true. <laughs> I'm, I cannot imagine a choice band... Terra Blast doesn't KO. Like it is boosted. It with the it's got extra stab. It's got choice band on it. It's it's a Dragapult into a def, a low defense Fluttermane most likely. Like I don't see a world even at like a neutral hit where that survives it. Not yeah, unless you just like agree. max max with max nature. <laughs> big agree. I want to check it out. Uh. Did I tell you that I've changed my damage calcs away from Picolytics because it sucks? I actually haven't been... I have never actually used Picolytics. Um, mine has always been the Showdown calc, which, unfortunately, you do have to mess around with it because it auto-levels everything to 50. It auto-levels everything to 100 because it's a OU calculator, but, yeah, whatever. 
So I don't use the showdown one because it doesn't load properly on my browser. So instead of side by side, it loads it top and bottom. What? Yeah, I don't. I have not been able to figure it out. I've zoomed in. I've zoomed out. I've resized the window. It does not like my browser. Are you using something weird? Nope, using Google Chrome. I'm out of ideas then. Yeah, me too. Huh. You're gonna laugh at this. I don't think there's a world where Fluttermane lives this at all. Oh, I'm not surprised. So, the best way to do it, they have to be 252, 252, plus defense nature, um, Terra, Terra Fairy, um, and Jolly Dragapult does 92 to 109 with Terra Ghost, Terra Blast with Band. If they're adamant, they blow you up. <laughs> it is a guaranteed Oko. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Dragapult's kind of cool. Pretty pretty okay last time I checked. Uh, what's the rest of this team? It's got Sandtomb Tinglu, which is really, really cool. Kind of just like traps people. Um, the solo dozo works out very well with the rest of the squad, having access to Heavy Slam. And wave crash. You didn't even mention taunt Tinglu. It's normal. It's not that crazy. Is it? it? Yeah, it's not that crazy. I didn't even know Tinglu had access to taunt. Well, that shows <laughs> how much you know. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I haven't played this format in uh, since it started. <laughs> uh, next question. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um. But like this Don Dozo is the is, is a perfect check into Fluttermane because you just you you are in a one v one versus Fluttermane, you can just tear a normal and they have to hit you with a moonblast or a dazzling gleam or something. And if they happen to already been like specs choice locked into something that they can't hit you with, you win just via heavy slam. Yeah, that's probably good enough. Like, like this is the perfect way to take advantage of Chen Pao's sort of ruin. You've got physical pole, physical iron hits, physical dozo, physical Ting Lu, and then Fluttermane and Ting Lu to just kind of bulk, uh, uh, get through any kind of special attackers of any kind. It's kind of nice. I really like Terra Normal Don Dozo. <laughs> I think that's really cute. I, I think it's. I don't think it's optimal, but I think it's really cool. I wonder if it ever actually came up. It probably did at some point. Was it on camera? Maybe not. But I do think Terra Normal Dondozo probably came up at some point throughout their run. They wouldn't have picked it otherwise. True. It, it has to be relevant for something. And I'm assuming it's just like... It's, Shadow Ball? You, you have two Terra Ghosts, uh, you have two Ghost types, and then you also have, like, Terra Ghost Gen Pao. So it's just like, your opponents are more likely to probably bring their Flutter Mains and lock into that Shadow Ball just because it's a common type on your squad. It hits most things for neutral in some capacity. Like, outside of exactly Ting Lu and Chien Pao, and if Chien Pao does Terra Ghost, then that adds another weakness. Yeah. There's, there's a non-zero chance they could lock into it. Uh, but also, you have four fairy weaknesses, so... <laughs> I mean, 
that's also why you have Terra Fairy and Assault Vest, and you have good ways to deal with Fluttermane on the squad in the form of that Dondozo, just being able mm-hmm. to hit it. Or like we just talked about Dragapult, just punching it really hard and taking it out. What was second? I didn't even see what was second. Oh, it was Palafin Rain. Palafin's back. <laughs> sure. It took a break and now it's back. Um, nothing crazy really on this squad, if I remember right. Yeah, oh, it's I mean, Terragrass. That's Terragrass Palafin. That's that's the yeah. So part. you win the mirror. Well. Uh, is Palafin still running close combat? No. Or drain punch? Or no. anything other than mono water coverage? No. Alright, well, Not I give really. up then. Not common enough, no. Not common so enough you can't to be, matter. So you can't be put to sleep by a Moongus? Exactly. That's like exactly what enough. it is. You, you can't be redirected and or put to sleep. Yeah. That, that's Which, exactly uh, When you're running mono water coverage, uh, not being redirected kind of is probably pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of important. Um, especially um, when Amoongus is like, man. what, 30, 40% of the format? Something like that, right? Yeah, it's 38.9. That's that's the number. Just shy that's of 300 at the, at the event this weekend. That's a lot. Pretty, yeah. Um, okay, so here in third we have, this is just like New Balance, right? This is what people are Yeah, this is, this is pretty close to new, what New Balance is. Um, oh, it's just like Chiyu Gyarados plus Fluttermane Amoongus, then slap on a couple things, right? Yeah, in this case, it's Tinglu and Iron Hands to kind of just solve a lot of your problems. Um, I like it a lot. I'm not a fan of Specs Chiyu. I, I, I do like the bulky, nasty plot stuff, if you can get away with it. Which, most of the time, you can when you have things like Amoongus on your squad. So, eh. Yeah, take it or leave it. it it's um, I do like the Iron Hands. I like this Iron Hands set more than the AV ones. You got, like, safety goggles, so you don't have to worry about Terra in front of, like, Amoongus. You get to keep a lot of your big damage things. Um, you could also Terra Fire if you're afraid of Will-O-Wisp from something. I, I like this type of Iron Hands more than the Assault Vest Terra Grass stuff. I am upset we're not playing Fissure Tinglu, but I also understand the format has adapted a lot and moving away from it is the correct choice, right? Yeah. Fissure right. Fissure was cute and it's it's just not it's not consistent enough to warrant playing it. Yep. And that's that's the, the you know, the simplest answer is just well, it was good for a minute, but it's not that anymore, was, so uh Victor Medina's team. Right. Mm-hmm. Joe brought Jump Bluff back. Not surprised. I mean, like, this is what, his, like, second or third cut with this team? Yeah, Joe, Joe UX9 bringing King Gambit and Jump Bluff and Torkoal. I'm not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> not surprised at all. I'd be very surprised if it's not, uh, like... What what other events is he top cut with this? Uh, he won... Was it one Utah? Of them. Uh, good question. I know he won one recently. He was like in the last couple months. Let's see what this says. First place. This is Pokemon Go. I don't want Go. I specifically typed in VGC. 
Why? Alright, well, this website's stupid. Off it. Just go to Victory Road. I tried! There it is. <laughs> Where? Uh, why am I struggling tonight, man? Because uh, you just got off work. That, yeah. He didn't this... play in Fresno, if I remember right. He wasn't in Fresno, that's right. It was That was Emilio. Um, no one played in Fresno. <laughs> he won Portland. There we go. That's what. That's Salt right. It's like he was, he was the returning Portland guy. Yeah, he he had won in Portland before and then came back and won it again. Let's see. Uh, King Gambit Torkoal, Flutterbane Jumpluff, Great Tusk Chin Pow. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, <laughs> that's the same six. <laughs> now I'm really curious if we are carbon carbon copy same six. Um, yeah. probably pretty close. Fissure Torkoal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, did you not know on. that? Did nope. you not know that? <laughs> um, let's see. NAIC has assurance over Kowtow on King Gambit? That makes sense. That's that's an adjustment as, it, as the format kind of adapted. Great Tusk uh, is Carbon Copy. Fluttermane is Carbon Copy. Chien Pao... We have Ice Shard over Taunt, which that makes sense. I, I could take or leave it. And then, yeah, so we have two changes of moves. Everything else is the exact same. Okay. All right, cool. Good job, Joe. You continue to be really good at this game. Who knew? Um, <laughs> as, as Ro found out this weekend, uh, Amoongus doesn't like Assurance from King Gambit. No. Probably not. It does like sixty percent, especially if you set like Chen Pao next to it. It can just decimate an Amoongus. That's absurd. Uh, yeah. Uh, Marco Silva finished fifth. This is another new balance, except instead of Ting Lu, we have Garchomp in the slot. Sure. Doing doing like, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Off, <laughs> offensive ground type, yeah. <laughs> type is weak to Fluttermane. Yeah, it's doing the, it's doing whatever Iron Hands was doing, and Iron Hands has become the AV set trying to do whatever Tingla was doing, kind of interact and whatnot. Sure. I could take that. That seems fine. Uh, Chupa finished sixth. Um, the only team without Fluttermane. In top eight. Way to be unique. <laughs> uh, this is like a Talonflame Garchomp uh, Chen Pao thing. Uh, this was something that Rose trying to make work for him, and it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel great. Uh, team seems really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, it has. This seems... In my, let's say, in my experience, it's always struggled against Iron Hands. Yeah, this seems like something that. Um... Given enough time and effort, I would be like inclined to play. Yeah, like it's got some hyper offensive tendencies with like Chen Pao plus Garchomp, Chen Pao plus Dragonite, or uh, like Golden Town Flame Flame. plus Goldengo. Yeah, uh, Bundle just Town goes Flame, burr. Yeah. <laughs> like there's some hyper offensive stuff, but this this team is very like lead dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you kind of have to get yourself in a position to win a lot of the time if you get, like, a, a not the perfect lead from your opponent. So. 
it seems seems pretty all right, all things considered. Uh, another palafin rain from Judy. Um, again, Terragrass palafin. That seems to be the consensus anymore. Is you're playing Terragrass just to kind of help you get your Amoongus matchup some. Um, Which I, I do like. I, I think that is a good I, I do like, think that's a direction good to take it. Um, like, unfortunately, you're not going to see Palafin for a while because Urshifu exists now. So, like, who cares? <laughs> about to say, yeah, Rapid Strike Urshifu's kind of going to take that spot. So, <laughs> this, the, the, like, new, the new trio is going to be like, here's my Rapid Strike, here's my Fire Type, here's my Iron Hands. <laughs> it, Palafin is just Urshifu at home. <sighs> yeah, kind of. They kind of do the similar things, but kind of do different things at the same time. I mean, yes, right, like. Uh, you know, Jet Punch is a very powerful move. Having access to a base 60 priority move is very good. But we get um, to hit through Protect <laughs> with Urshifu. And Palafin is, you know, for the most part, kind of predictable where it's going to swap out at some point. You know, like, it's going to make a swap to become the better version of it at some point. But yep. for the most part, I mean, Palafin also has access to Haze, which, I mean... Dozo is relevant. That is something that you have to play with and against, and mm-hmm. you know, having a an answer having to a, it. An answer to that's very good. Can we give uh, Urshifu Haze? Is that no. too good? <laughs> um, <what's laughs> this is immediately one? shot down. Iron Moth, Iron Hands, Goldango, Fluttermane, Grimmsnarl, and Gyarados. This I is love. Team. I love Iron Moth. I wish it was good, but man, do I love it. So, we are probably booster speed, if I had to guess. Mainly so we can acid spray before we Goldango or Fluttermane. Mm. I'm assuming with plus speed we can outspeed uh, non-booster Fluttermanes. Probably. Probably pretty easily. Remember, right, our base is like 110... It's pretty fast. So it's like we're just like barely under, um, just a little bit under Fluttermane? Mm-hmm. Yeah, base 110. So we're cool. about 25 points under Flutter, so easily could outspeed it with a booster energy if we do it. Anything else interesting on this? Lefty's Goldango is cool. The I bulky, like nasty grim. plot sets, mm-hmm. yeah. Um... It has always been so bizarre to me that Gyarados gets access to Thunder Wave. And I Thank just chop- you, Gen <laughs> 1. Yeah, like, that's what it is. And I know that's a stupid reason, but, like, Gen 1 Pokemon have access to everything. Yeah, and that's just how it's it is. the same reason why there's, like, Blizzard and Ice Beam and Thunderbolt on, like, Chansey and Blissey and all that. I, it's the reason that Snorlax gets access to Thunderbolt and Blizzard. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this team is interesting. I I really like the the innovation of like Iron Moth here, and honestly, I wish I wish like of these teams, this is probably my favorite team. Everything else is just like pretty generic, uh, you know. Regulation D's, uh, regulation C stuff, and then you go. You also have Joe doing his thing. But yeah, like, Joe. Joe's team is just Joe. That's the that's. It's Joe knows what Joe's doing, and everything else is just like, yeah, cool. Did you see uh, 
Carson Confer and Wolf's team. The Flamigo plus Dondozo combo plus Screamtail Parish Trap stuff. Is it Toxic Orb? Um, no, okay, so, so we're not, not... We're not 100% we're not doing, doing that. Got but, it, okay. But you do have access to Parish songs, so you can Parish your Tatsugiri and then stop <laughs> in. awesome! That that, that's so how cool. you do it, like, now. That's how you guarantee it and not have to wait a bunch of turns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you said Flamigo in, Flamigo gets to copy on Dozo, and blah, 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 blah. Um, it can be very scary <laughs> if it gets going. And not to mention that just, like, Ting Lu Goth to tell Screamtail are very bulky and, like, stolly, and you kind of have to play against Parish Song a lot of the time, too. So... Oh, I didn't realize it was... A relatively like clean cut for top cut too. Yeah. I didn't realize how how clean of a cut it was. Um but yeah, Carson is right there on the edge at you know tenth. It this team would have been really cool to see on camera in top eight. It would have been. Um I'm gonna butcher this name, uh Pan Sai Ming. This team is hot. We've got Rotom Wash. <laughs> I've I've come to the conclusion I need to get me a Rotom plushie because after seeing the I think it was Pokemon Center posted a picture of their like booth and everything and they had the wall of of sitting cuties and there's just the Rotom just sitting there looking absolutely adorable just the little washing the machine. Rotom it looks, sitting cuties it are looks so out of place. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're talking about. The Rotom sitting cuties are adorable. No, I'm not disagreeing. I love it. But it just makes me laugh because it's just like, you know, here's a Torchic and like, you know, just all these, you know, very Pokemon looking Pokemon and then washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see here. What do we got on the squad? We have Tinglu uh, with Earthquake Good. Um, we've got Chen Pao doing its thing. We got Fluttermane doing its thing. Um, what is this Rotom set? So this is Goggles Rotom with Electric Terrain. <laughs> I don't know why we're Electric Terrain. <laughs> I'm assuming so Orthworm can't be put to sleep. I guess. That's like, you uninten- unintentionally trigger a ton of cork drives if you, like, set this up to prevent the Amoongus sleep. But then there's a... Uh... <laughs> Like a bundle or an Iron Hands hiding in the back. Oh, that's so funny. But like, <laughs> it doesn't stop Dragonite from being put to sleep because nope. you're a flying type. That's why you're Terra Normal. I mean, yes, but it does make me laugh that. I do like that it's Assault Vest Dragonite, so you can, like, not be locked into extreme speed or whatever. And you Like most people would anticipate. Yep. Yeah. You could side Earthquake into your Earthworm and heal it up pretty good. Um, everything that... And there's also just, like, side Earthquake with your Rotom Wash on the field, too. That's pretty good. Um, let's yeah, see This thing is very cool. Kyle Livinghouse has another solo dozo here. Proud. Mm-hmm. I think this it's the is, exact uh, same just, team. Yeah, I was going to say carbon copy of, of uh, Alex's team. Yep. Uh, looking for anybody we know. 
We got a uh, couple couple mouse apes here in in top sixteen as well, in the form of uh, Zachary Thornburg in ninth and uh, Leonard Craft in sixteen. I found somebody we know. Okay, hit me. Thomas Hayden, thirty ninth. Hard trick room. Very hard trick room. That is an Oranguru. Yes, it is. It's also a Hariyama. (laughs) I will never forget the, like, three days of people wanting to play BDSP and Hariyama being good. (laughs) Hariyama and Braylon were so good. Yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of names here I I recognize. Where did uh where did Wolf end up finishing? Yeah, nineteenth. He's like year. he was like eighteenth or something. Nineteenth, yeah. Uh, I'm mainly looking for people who I know are in the server. Oh oh oh! I hadn't put two and two together. Oh okay 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 okay. Now the um, brain's working. Now yes. the gears are turning. Yes, yes, yes. I saw that. Um, There's a uh, roller coaster at 69th. Nice. That's that's what I was trying to find. I knew I knew he had day tude. Um, Looking for Zardy. Where are you? There's Chase. I found Chase. Found Tai Tiki. Yes, um, Tiki Tiki. Uh, Chase qualified for Worlds. Good he was, job. He was, he was really concerned that uh, his six and three would put him not call uh, not getting points, um, but his breakers were good enough that he was able to get his uh, CP that he needed to qualify. Awesome! So huge, huge shout out to him. Um, I know Olivia also qualified. I don't mm-hmm. know uh, where she finished. I I haven't uh, eighty eight. I'm about to say I probably just passed her. Yeah, yeah there there she, there she is. And Chase is at 87. <laughs> <laughs> right next to each other. Like, I, I passed him while I was scrolling, but I, I, I uh, it's control F for Olivia. I, I was, I was really glad to see that, uh, both of them were able to qualify. And I mean, both of them have had just awesome seasons and yeah. it, it's really good to see that, uh, it's paid off for both of them. I hope they travel safely if they go, if they end up going. I would be, not be surprised if they did. Uh, obviously, I, I am very excited for them to do so, because, like, you know, some people, this is a once-in-a-lifetime event, right? Like, qualifying yeah. for Worlds and getting to go to Japan to do so, that sounds awesome. Like we talked about it earlier, though, the, the trip to Japan is expensive. Correct. Uh, so if you're not getting like a travel award of any kind, you got to kind of front all the cost on that. And the flight alone is enough to make some people not want to go. Mm-hmm. So. Looking through, I don't see anybody else I wanted to talk about really. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not seeing anything else that, uh, is really standing out to me. There's a Tyranitar. I literally was just about to say the same thing. Uh, it's not doing anything new. <laughs> yeah. There's a second Tyranitar. 
Oh boy. This one has this one has halucha with it. Hold on. What? Uh this Wait, is Wait, what turn is hard did you find? 62. I found one at 55. Yes. And then I, I scrolled a little another, farther. I, I found another one at 26. Uh so we are Indeedy Armor Rouge, uh Lycanroc Tyranitar, Great Tusk Halucha. This is sick. <laughs> uh, fun fact, the one that's in 55, it's four of the same, but they swapped Great Tusk and Halucha for Dozo and Geary. We're in Devers, Focus, Sash, Lycanroc, and I love it. <laughs> I mean, so is this one. Okay, Mo- cool. Actually, most, most Lycanroc, when you see them, are Endeavor. Like that's that's kind of just been like the set is like sash with endeavor, you mm-hmm. outspeed a ton when you have your weather up. So it's just like, I'm gonna abuse it because you're gonna hit me. I'm gonna probably take out something with a good double up with like rock slide plus assurance, and then I'm gonna endeavor the other slot of the Pokemon you just sent in, and then rock slide again and take everything out. Yep. There's that's about it really. That's about all like the cool unique stuff. Everything else is pretty standard. There's a brute bonnet here in seventieth. For re- uh, it's just hard trick room with uh Azu Yeah, it, it's hard bonnet. trick room with brute bonnet and the Zoomeril and Praparig. Uh solo ape in seventy three. No no beat up users there. Um, I'm not really seeing anything else here. There's a single Murkrow. I found a uh, Drifblim. I found a Gallade. Gallade's cool. I found a mouse with no ape. I found a Vivillion. (laughs) Does that do anything for you? Not really. Alright. Uh, Hard curious. Trick Room won the juniors. Oh, I actually hadn't uh, scrolled down that far. So, <laughs> these nicknames are adorable and I love them. <laughs> the Oranguru's nickname is Troublemaker. Uh, Torkoal's nickname is Firehose. I um, love Firehose the Torkoal. <laughs> Hatterene's nickname is Blue Hat. Uh, and Iron Hand's name is Iron Strength. I love these Fire nicknames. Are adorable. Blue hat. <laughs> these this are adorable. Awesome. I love them. Solo Dozo in uh, in second down here in juniors. That's surprising. Congrats. That's the Kumi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lycan Rock top forward. But you know they don't have Halucha, so. <laughs> Clearly, there is a Serena in seventh in the juniors. There's an Obama Snow in sixth. Holy crap! Um, let's see. Anything interesting up in seniors? There's an Obama Snow in sixth in seniors too. The Murkrow stuff is back. Yeah, Murkrow won. Uh, won seniors. Interesting. Interesting. Neat. 
Okay. Well, I don't think I really have anything else to say when it comes to NAIC. Individual, um, at least. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, we do have, like... Some stats you know, to talk about. And yeah. probably do, like, our... This is what Regulation C means to me, and then we're done for the day. Yeah, our, our closing thoughts on Regulation C. But uh, before that, thanks to Tim and... Uh, Lab, Lab Mouse, Mouse. We have we have uh, Common Core, top Pokemon, top Pokemon pairs, etc., etc. All the good, awesome data that Tim has uh, so graciously provided us, and I'm sure I am absurdly bright now because <laughs> this is a white is white, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so let's see. Most common cores of Amoongus, Fluttermane, and Iron Hands at 164, making up 21% of the field. Uh, swap up that Iron Hands for a Chiyu, and we have 106 at 14%. Gyarados is... There's a lot of Gyarados here in Common Cores, and I don't think we talked about a single Arcanine. Yeah, we did. We just, we just did didn't we? mention it as hard, because it's Arcanine. People know it, and people talk about it. Um... But the reason you're seeing so much Gyarados is it's the new balance with Chiyu. Mm -hmm. and, and that was, like, the most popular team on the day. Like, overall, across the field. Because it's literally sitting right there at 7th. When it comes to common cores, all six of new balance are sitting right there. True! <laughs> <laughs> uh, at 53 of the 768 teams were just that. No, like, no crazy, like, Mon variations. And that's not to mention, like, anybody who swapped Ting Lu for something, or Iron Hands for something. Like, so when you go and look at just, like, there's Amoongus, Chiyu, Fluttermane, Gyarados at 78 copies, and swap that Chiyu out for Iron Hands, there's still 78. That kind of tells you that, hey, a lot of these were probably together, which you kind of see when you go down to the fifth mm -hmm. slot, and 68 of those are five of the four that you just saw up above. Yep. Uh, to the surprise of no one, Fluttermane's really popular. Uh, 73% usage over over the course of the weekend. Uh, so, the next closest... Go ahead, go ahead. Keep talking. Uh, uh, just rattling off the top eight here, uh, we have Iron Hands at 40... Yeah, just under 42%. Uh, Amoongus and Bundle rounding out at 38 and 31. Uh, Ting Lu, Chi Yu, uh, Pao, and Dragonite. You know, the, the four ruinous Pokemon. Yeah. Rounding out the top eight here. Um, so, one of the things I've noticed about Regulation C compared to, like, last year's when we had Incineroar being so popular, I haven't heard anybody complain about Fluttermane being actually good. Or actually I mean, overpowered. like... It's good, right? But Yeah, we, like, we um, all know it's good, but nobody complains about it like they complained about Incineroar. I, I mean, I've, I've complained about it quite a bit, but... <laughs> the thing is, it's just, like, you... Like, the general consensus is this Pokemon is good, but I'm not whining about it because it's not True. impacting my games in a way that allows me to not play the game the way I want to. My, my thought process is... is Fluttermane is an offensive threat, whereas Incineroar is a very defensive threat. And the the fact that, like, you can pressure Fluttermane by punching it, 
Whereas Incineroar, it just goes, yeah, I'll, I'll be back next turn. <laughs> I'm out of here. Have I a mean, good one. Bye. If you punch <laughs> Incineroar hard enough, it also goes down. Also true until, you know, you in get intimidated six times and are Who very cares about intimidate now. when you have Rapid Strike Urshifu? <laughs> Fluttermane also doesn't like Urshifu. <laughs> so you just hit it and it's fine. But no, it's just something to notice. It's like, yes, this Pokemon has 73% usage, but nobody's complained about it like they complained about Topicus or they complained about Incineroar or, or Zacian for that matter. And like Zacian also is that high offense Pokemon, but everybody was like, oh, this Pokemon's so strong. We have to play it. Why do I have to play this thing? Let's figure out something else. Nobody really tried to do that with Fluttermane. It's like, oh, I don't mind playing Fluttermane. I just get to hit the go damage button and just blow people up. It's just a weird thing yeah. that people aren't as vocal about it, but it's still, it, it's probably more egregious than what Togekiss or Incineroar were. Because it is it is a must-play Pokemon. Yep. Um, it's really good. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, looking at common pairs, uh, Amoongus Flutterbane is the most common pair at thirty at two hundred and sixty-three or thirty-four percent. Uh, right behind it is Flutterbane Iron Hands at two fifty-three. <laughs> and how many of those were together? A lot of them. <laughs> one hundred and sixty-four. <laughs> so pretty dang near close to at least half of them. Yep. If a, not a little bit more. A, a ton of them is the correct answer. Um, I'm looking at like top Pokemon pairs. Fluttermane is seven of the eight top Pokemon pairs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the the one Fluttermane non pair is Iron Hands of Moongus <laughs> <laughs> at 178. That means there are what 12 Iron Hand, Iron Hands of Moongus is running around without Fluttermane. 14. 14 or 14. Yeah. Yeah. Math. My original number, my original number was eight. So uh, I'm like, that's we were, not we're, right. We're making, making progress towards the right answer. Um, but yeah, can so you that tell I'm tired? Yeah, I can tell. Um, not surprised by that at all. Really, Fluttermane being the most popular Pokemon means it's going to have yeah. a lot more Pokemon pairing with it. Like it's almost double second place. Mm-hmm. It's over double of fourth place use, of what the fourth place used is. So it makes sense that Fluttermane's like, hey, I'm going to slap Fluttermane with everything and it works out. Yep. Um, the rest of the data here is like top items, top terror types. Uh, safety goggles was the most used item. Uh, assault vest and booster energy were right behind it. Um, I'm, I'm surprised that uh, Terra Grass isn't higher. And I think um, a big part of that is with how popular Amoongus is. Um, I bet a majority of Amoonguses are Terra Water as well as, yeah. you know, you have, like, I, I'm sure there's some number of, like, Palafin that are Terra Water as well that want to be able to just put on a ton of pressure. Um, so I'm, I'm really curious as to what Pokemon make up a majority of that, uh, you know, 16% Terra Water. I would have to imagine it's a combination of Chiyu, 
Um, oh, true. I forgot about Bundle, GU being that height. Yeah. Uh, Arcanine, Mungus. Um, trying to think of just like other normal like yeah, Terra Water Arcanine, stuff. Majority of Arcanine are safety goggles. So you're so already you're Terra Water. Mungus. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're Terra you're... Water to dodge your weaknesses and all that yep. jazz. And... Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, also, a lot of where it happens to like your Terra Grass, why Terra Fairy is a little bit higher this time around, because Terra Grass is usually right after water. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Iron Hands that were Grass have migrated to Fire because they that Goggles has opened up on their teams because they're playing Gyarados. Yep. And so Goggles gets migrated to the Iron Hands, and now I don't have to play Terra Grass. I can play Terra Fire or Terra whatever and kind of pressure things that way. I'm curious how many of these uh, Terra Fairies are uh, exactly Flutterbane. <laughs> I'm sure would, a majority of them are. A majority are Fluttermane, and then the rest are probably Tinglu. I'm curious if there's any uh, Fluttermane that top cut that aren't Terra Fairy. Well, thanks to Lapmouse, you'll wait their data. I can probably find out. All of them. <laughs> All seven of them in, in top eight are uh, Terra Fairy. I can actually tell you real quick. Sure, man. You can punch the numbers. I'm going to sit here and count them by hand. There were 510 Terra Fairy Fluttermane. Of the 506. Of the 561. That is 51 Fluttermane that aren't Terra Flary. Yep. Is that math right? I haven't completely lost it tonight, right? That is is 51 (laughs) that are not Terra Fairy. Um, 18 were Water, 9 were Steel, 7 were Ghost, 5 were Electric and Fire, 4 were Grass. There was a Flying, a Ground, and a Normal. I'm assuming the idea behind Steel is you want to win the mirror, right? Yes, correct. Um, a lot of the fire ones are that way, too. Mm-hmm. No, no poison, no nothing weird like that, right? No, no poison. I am I am surprised how high Terra Poison is, though, here at, uh, you know, 5% of the field. You know, you take what? How many? How many players did we have? Seven sixty-eight times six Pokemon. I would imagine the Terra Poison is a lot of like Pokemon that are weak to. Yeah, I'm uh, assuming a lot of that is just like you know, uh, I'm sure it's like you have some Tinglu, some Orthworms. Uh, you have probably some Garganacle in there. There's there's a lot of, you know, Terra Poison stuff. Um, Amoongus is mostly Terra Water, but I'm just trying to think what else would want Terra Max Poison. Caliber was majority ter- Terra Poison at 22. There we, there we go. That makes sense. Um, there is another one I saw. I'm trying to find it. Garchomp was, had 23 Terra Poison. That was the okay. third most popular Terra type for Garchomp, actually. Interesting. Um, there was another big one I saw. Gyarados had 16 at Terra, of Terra Poison. Uh, that's uh, behind the 65 Steel and the 49 Fairy. 
Um, what was the other big poison? Ting Lu. Ting Lu was the other big chunk of poison. Ting Lu had 106 terror yep, poison. That makes sense. That that makes so a lot that of combined with the other big ones and then all of the like ones and twos of Pokemon that we mm. have, that likely adds up to your two forty two. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. Well, we covered a lot of this data. Yeah. And we covered a lot of these teams. Do you want to? talk about your opinions of regulation c before we get out of here i got a little bit of like opinions but i haven't played the format like i never pl i didn't get to play regulation c at all um mainly just because i didn't find time mm -hmm. i never really got in love it, the format didn't change a ton when we added ruins it feels like it's just like hey here's these pokemon we just added on which we talked about this last week a little bit like, the ruined Pokemon get added into archetypes rather than create new archetypes for the most part. Um, like, people were already playing Fluttermane, Iron Hands, uh, Amoongus. Like, that was a, already a thing that was well established, and you were playing Arcanine in that slot. Well, now you can play Chiyu because it's a different fire type. Um, yep. That opens up the door to Gyarados being a, a viable water type now because water types were hard to come by to begin with. Um, you wanted a water type because Ting Lu and Chi uh, uh, Chen Pao, uh, not Chen Pao, Chi Yu were kind of popular, so you kind of wanted that, and that that kind of just opened the door for Gyarados in particular. But um, I really feel like it's just like you could have given this for Regulation B, just given us the Ruin and the Paradox together, and this would have been the same outcome, like at the start. We would still be in this format of here's new balance, here's this stuff, here's that stuff. Like these are all established archetypes, and yes, you know what's coming and ha going to happen most of the time, so it's easy to calc for and kind of easier to team build in. But you can't build for everything because there's so many things you have to watch out for. Yep. So my big thing is, I think the format was fine. Um... I, I still think I prefer, you know, Series 1 to it just because I historically have liked lower power level formats, right? Like, I mean, that's just my thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that's a dig at, you know, the Ruinous Pokemon or at the Paradox Pokemon because, you know, I, I have played with them. I've played against them. I, you know, there's a lot of counterplay to them. But I think there's a lot more... I think there's a lot more innovation that can be done in a lower power format. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that once the power level is increased, power creep kills off a lot of viable Pokemon. Um, it kind of depends, I think, on what the lower power dex is. I will say Scarlet and Violet's Pokedex, like, like regional dex, was actually very high powered for a regional dex. It, it was. I, I will not. I will not combat that. You know, when all three of your your starters have, uh, you know, viable sets to be played in uh, doubles as well as singles. Uh, you know, uh, I talking about the uses data earlier. Um, all three starters just now dropped into UU for the first time. From Makes my sense. understanding. Makes like, sense. It, they're really good. 
and you know they they can do a lot of damage and can apply a lot of a lot of pressure and stuff mm-hmm. and you know stuff like orthworm didn't really get explored in uh in series one at all and you know you know dragonite was really popular when uh you know series zero was on on showdown or whatever and all that the... was like here's everything have fun mm-hmm. kind of figure stuff out and so it wasn't a surprise that once she and pal got added dragonite became really popular again right yeah that makes but sense i I think stuff like the Tauros forms are, are something that um, could have been more viable ha- in, in these lower formats, in these lower power formats. Um, you know, I, I think that there's there's a lot of Pokemon that were new to the game that didn't really get to see the, the light of day because of how quickly we went into a more powerful, higher state, you know, a higher power format. And... I would say part of that's not because of like I think I think part of that is because how fast we rotated formats. I I do agree. I I do think that you know had we had we played series one for six months, th- the format would have been solved. Obviously, as all formats eventually do. But I I do think that opening it up and letting it breathe a little bit longer would have been better for these formats. Yeah. And I don't think that's a dig at, you know, how quickly we rotate formats, but I do think it is saying something of what you could actually accomplish with with these, like, the these formats were, 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 you know, it used to be that you would have a game out for three years, and in that three years you would have regional decks, national decks, restricted format right and that was your format for the three years whereas now our regional decks format was i mean regulation d right i mean regulation c yeah and i think it would have been cool to have either yeah i i think having these other formats existing longer would have been better i think i think we could have seen more innovation even in these other formats based on you know, letting people play with the new Pokemon more before we immediately cut them off of viability, essentially. Yeah. Um, I will say I do think part of the reason why we didn't get longer with our first two series, they cut our season short, right? We we had January to now for world qualifications and Pokemon, whereas TCG had from... September last year to now to qualify and whatnot. And so we essentially got two or three months cut off of our season because our new game wasn't out yet. And then once it Mm -hmm. did come out, we didn't start actually playing until January. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have our first series until January. And by that time we would have been into it if we had started when back in November or whatever, we would have had four months of regu- of Series 1. Instead, we only got two because we didn't start right away when we got the game. It's like, kind of, I'm just casually scrolling through the, the Paldea Pokédex, and there's, there's a lot of things that I'm just like, man, I want I, I really wish we could play with this more, and there's, you know, stuff like, um, like Bronzong. You don't really see Bronzong anymore 
Um, there's like Arboliva. Arboliva is a, a new Pokemon that you know it had a little bit of a uh, little bit of daylight, but overall, its time in the sun wasn't very long, right? Yeah. Um, stuff like Colossal saw essentially zero play in in this format because well. The reason Colossal was good was its G-Max move, and you cut that away, and it's suddenly not very good anymore, right? Yeah, the, you can't you can't afford to hit it to activate your own yeah. steam engine, so it's just like, man, this really hurts. <laughs> but, like, I think Low Kicks has some kind of viability. You could have done something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Palmot and Rabska, very unique Pokemon, having access to Revival Blessing, as well as Rabska being, you know, this... Bulky Trick Room Setter. Um, Ravska got a lot better when we got home. I very true. Very true. Getting, um, getting access to Cosmic Power was huge. Uh, Armourou, Cerulege, both of them have seen some kind of play in in both in all the formats. Uh, the Dunsparce never saw the light of the day. It was Curry never Raff, supposed to. <laughs> it, no, right, like it. Is this evolution for people who who have been crying have for it forever? Yeah. <laughs> um, was fine, and I think it would have been better in in a lower power format, of course. Uh, Graphii never really did anything. It I also don't think it was designed to really do anything, but you know, you you put it in the game where you gave Grimmsnarl a parting shot, the Pokemon that probably didn't really need parting shot, prankster parting shot. So, like, well, immediately yeah. a lot of, like, what Grafii was going to do was gone. Because it's not unique to Grafii. Yep. So the then it's just, like, it's relegated, it's, to, yeah, it's relegated to, like, a gimmick, right? You get to doodle slaking or whatever and take away its ability. And then it could hit people. And that that's cool. But... Yeah, there was, there so, was yeah. a lot of Paldea Pokemon that didn't get... Did he get a chance to play? I think part of it is just design. A lot of their design power, I think, went into the Paradox stuff. That's why mm-hmm. they, they feel so powerful. They're also just, like, all head and shoulders above all the other Pokemon in the game. <laughs> Outside of the pseudo-legends that we got. Which, by the way, we got, like, five of them to start. <laughs> True. <laughs> So it's like immediately the game's power levels was sky high. So anything you design has to have like a base stat of five ten or five twenty to actually be viable, or it has to do something that nothing else is doing. And like Dozo, like Don Dozo, Don Dozo's got Tatsugiri combo, and you get to power up and do that stuff. Uh, Palafin gets to turn into a base six hundred stat Pokemon. So you get to play it and it do stuff. Um, that was a lot of the issues I think with the series one and series two, like series one format in particular. Why? Uh, which is kind of why I'm glad we didn't sit on it too terribly long, mm-hmm. because it would have just been like, here's my Garchomp, here's my Hydreigon. What what are we gonna do? We're gonna sit here and tear a steel in front of each other, and we're gonna kind of look at each other because we can't hit each other for super effective damage anymore. <laughs> yep. And it just kind of devolved into this looking at pseudo-legends across from each other, or looking at Dondozo and not having a good answer, and it just kind of kind of died out from there. So yeah, end of the day, 
Regulation C was it was a fun format. Um, I I did enjoy I enjoyed watching it, playing it. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed um, watching it a lot, and I I, I think it, it made for good content to be watched, right? So, end of the day, it was it was good. Uh, not my favorite format of all time, but one that in three years, looking back at this game, will be probably one that we remember and actually talk pretty fondly about. Now we get to play in for Regulation D. Correct. So everyone sleeve up their Urshifus and their Elekis. And... It's your Eleki and your Urshifu and your Landorus and all that stuff and get ready to play with some high-powered Pokemon because that's what we're getting you can, to do. You can probably leave your, like, your Rillabooms at home. Yeah, that's not going to help you any. <laughs> There'll be people that do like grassy terrain shenanigans with it, but Halucha's no, back on the menu, boys. <laughs> no, no, um, no grassy glide kind of ruins what yeah. Rillaboom's doing. Yeah, unfortunately, Amoongus is still going to be the best grass type. Yeah, if if you I want a grass type at all at this point, there. I don't think there's really uh, any kind of argument there. Um, Trick Room's going to be kind of popular because everyone wants to play with Ursaluna and Cresselia and all that jazz. I'm going to save you the hassle. Trick Room's way better if you don't play Ursaluna. I think you can play, get away with playing it if like you have. It's not bad. It. It, it's it's not. Um, I think a big like, thing is that people want to play with the new toy, and so they're going to. I think uh, we'll get to the point where people will have to have an answer for Ursaluna, mm -hmm. and people on those Trick Room teams playing Ursaluna will have an answer for Urshifu. And that's just what it'll be. Because yep. Urshifu is like the one thing that stops the Ursaluna from doing its thing. And if they Trick Room team just plays like a Regieleki or heck, even just like a Tornadus just to hit the Urshifu and make it sad. Not a whole lot going on there. Big agree. There's a lot of really interesting uh, innovation that's going to happen in this format as well. Yep. And It'll I'm be fun. Excited to see, and I'm excited to see it at Worlds. I'm about to say, Worlds might be the only format for it we get to play of it. Very true. I don't remember depending when it on, ends. Uh, depending on when, um, when we get Regulation E and the DLC, I'm assuming... I need to see when Regulation B ends, because that will answer the question of, are we playing it at any other events? So, so oh, any, true, now that we have other events actually scheduled. So, any September event will be Regulation D. Uh, Regulation okay. D ends September 30th. So, uh, the Peora, Illinois event will be the first Regulation E event. Sweet. Which means we're probably getting DLC in September. Probably. I would say September, early September, maybe late August. Mm -hmm. For Pokemon, fall is, is this this weird gray area. <laughs> Just, Just like, like spring you know, is June. <laughs> well, look, they got it out eventually. Apparently, early spring is now June, guys. Just just heads it's, up. It's fine. You just wanted to complain. I think it's about time we get out of here and you know call Wrap it, it up. Night. 
yeah, I'm about to say it's about time to wrap this up. So, as always, everyone, thank you so much for watching and listening to us rant on for another hour and a half or however long we've been playing. Um, as always, if you want to, you know, follow us, you can do so over at Twitter, lrlessons.com. You can do so for myself and Carl at uh, Mr. Missouri 25 and at Musical. You can go ahead and follow both of us over on Twitch as well. Uh, you're, no, VGC, you're Musical VGC on Twitter, right? Yes, correct. Cool. Uh, and you're Musical over on Twitch. Um, I'm Mr. Missouri 25 everywhere. If, if you see that on basically anything, I'm that's me. <laughs> to, to put it very, very simple. Um, so yeah, if you want to check us out on Discord, come and hang out in the community. Discord, it is fantastic. You get to uh, have fireworks shot outside your house at 9.30pm. That's cool. I'm really glad I'm going to go try to sleep in front of that. Um, have fun. <laughs> um, yeah, community Discord, that link is always down in the show notes. And go ahead and check out the website. That is lrlessons.com. Uh, it has our calendar of events and all that good stuff up there. And... Which right now is empty because there's nothing Well, look, man. We had our draft league startup and, and so that So, was yeah, really now cool. we're focused on that and there's nothing happening for a hot minute. I might I might do reg D events on Limitless just for the fun of it. I don't know yet. You know, who knows? For anyone going to Worlds, they want to get some practice in, right? Yeah. And you can check out the merch page while it's still up. Um, you know, go and check that out. It's up on the website. Uh, and if you want to support us, you can do so over on, you know, if we need Discord, we have subscriptions. Uh, Shoutouts to Smeargle for being in that $10 tier is there. And you can do so over on Patreon.com. And as for as little as, like, 50 cents an episode, you can help keep our lights on. And, yeah. and you know, uh, we, we really do appreciate all of our supporters. And we want to give a special shout-out to our $10 and up patrons of Johnny Bravo Sr. and Papa Swish. So, that is going to be it for this week, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening over on YouTube. If you're listening on the the audio platforms, make, you, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And uh, share with a friend. You know, it, it help us grow and continue to, you know, be seen by more people. We are 15 away from 600 subscribers. Which is just absurd. I genuinely, when we started this, never thought we'd see 100, let alone 600. And here we are. So, yep. Huge shout-outs to, to everyone for subscribing. And uh, until next week, everyone, thank you so much for watching. We will see you then. Have a good one. Peace. <laughs>